Hello and welcome to Burning the Backlog, live from the closet. This is Harley. And I'm Ted. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, some trailers that were recently dropped. The, you know, the Super Bowl was like a treasure trove of trailers. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about. And then uh, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, cryptocurrency. Uh, there's the hardware shortage with like graphics cards and just what cryptocurrency is a little bit, you know, for people that aren't fully aware of like what it is, you know. I'm sure a lot of people have been hearing about it. And then um, we'll probably end with the uh, the scoreboard cheating. Uh, controversy. Yeah, the scoreboard cheating controversy that came out recently with Twin Galaxies and the dragster record from uh, Todd Rogers. And uh, the other story that came out recently with that uh, were uh, Billy Mitchell's score uh, in Donkey Kong has come into question. And yeah, so uh, should be should be pretty interesting today. So, all right, trailers. Um, Let's get into these. Um... Solo. Solo, I I think I'm going to like it. Um, Me too, actually. I mean, I wasn't really sure what to think. Uh, in turn, I was just like, I mean, mm. I don't know, I guess. But, yeah, it does actually. Yeah, until looks, you see a trailer, you really can't. Know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, well, you know, sometimes even if you hear about it, you might be like, oh, that's something I've really wanted. I was yeah. just like, okay, which I'm sure a lot of people are. I mean, that's what I usually hear. People it has just, been in the works for a while, so a lot of people were very skeptical. Yeah, and I feel like just like a lot of people that I hear from are just like, I mean okay i didn't really yeah. find too many people that were like super excited about uh, it 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 looks like something that's worth getting at least a little excited over oh um, yeah definitely it looks like something different for star wars kind of like yeah rogue one like this is i think this is gonna be good yeah um it's i i i like the guy who played on solo i wasn't sure when i saw pictures of him but seeing him in the in, in, in the character. trailer in character i think it's gonna work yeah, I'd like to see more too. Donald Glover looked great. He looked slanged yeah. out yeah. like that oh, yeah. fur coat. That's like all they really because he didn't even really have any lines. No, I don't think he in the didn't trailer. speak once. He just stood there looking yeah, like just, Billy D. Williams. Yep, just standing and there with his big honestly, fur coat and all that. That's, yeah. Although he, I'm gonna be so happy if he does a Billy D. impersonation the entire time. <laughs> like, yeah, just tries to to act like him. I mean, just the smoothest man in all the galaxy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to to see them like that. Um, yeah, it was like he had a good cameo in it, you know. They gave Chewbacca like a little bit. I mean, he didn't do too much. Yeah, they didn't really. I'm, I'm are they gonna show like how they meet, kind of? I, mean, I think they'll really at least get into it or like bit? mention it. I mean, I meant it's a solo like origin yeah. movie. They gotta have like at least they're, like, they they're at least gonna, gotta gonna touch on it you know they'll touch on yeah it. yeah i was just like um, a little worried i mean i guess it's just because it's a trailer they didn't yeah. want to get into that they just kind of had to choose one thing mm -hmm. your boy woody's gonna be in it yeah i was <laughs> just like okay <laughs> fun casting choice he sure. always makes some he always makes a movie fun yeah exactly i'm just like sure why not and it was it was one of the reasons that it seemed so cool or that got me excited was just like the look overall because mm. it was more gritty than most yeah. star wars movies like it was very like yeah kind of gray which i mean might seem kind of boring mm -hmm. but it was just like it, it did star have wars. enough splashes of color in there yeah it, it just it but it still retains a really nice star wars look yeah it definitely it. has the star wars aesthetic to like everything yeah like you know they they showed like the tri like it looked like some tribal looking people yeah and even though they were they still had like the masks and everything and mm -hmm. it was still distinctly star wars yeah it was weird seeing a, a clean looking uh 
Millennium Falcon, though. Oh, yeah, it was just, like, pretty, like, new-looking. Yeah, like, yeah, it looked like the inside of the J.J. Abrams Enterprise. Mm -hmm. It was like, oh, wow, he really didn't take good care of that on mm -hmm. the inside. I'm wondering if, like, because it looks like there was parts mm -hmm. of the trailer where it looked like he was flying some other kind of ship, so I'm yeah. wondering if... It's going to explain how he gets the... Uh... Yeah, I'm wondering how, like, how much of the movie they're going to mm -hmm. spend in the Millennium Falcon. Or if that's going to be more of like a, the last 20 minutes kind of a thing. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, because I wouldn't be surprised. They showed it a little bit in the trailer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe he'll have it for half the movie. Maybe he'll have it for the more last... than half the movie. Yeah. Maybe he'll have it for the last 10 fucking minutes. Who knows? Either way, it's gonna. It, it should be an entertaining. Movie. Yeah, I, think I haven't disliked any of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, I haven't really since. Either. I mean, the prequels are always gonna be an asterisk. Oh yeah, everybody like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. even even at their best, the the prequels are an asterisk on the Star Wars legacy. Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I didn't hate Revenge of the Sith. I mean, I thought Revenge of the Sith was um, pretty good. I thought good. Attack of the Clones was more or less forgettable. Yeah, I, that's like and the one I've seen Fan the least, Yeah, probably. and we all know Phantom Menace is a steaming train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, though. I guess it's just... Maybe it's just because, like... We were so young when it came out, but like mm -hmm. I don't really think it's that bad. Okay, I, mean, I understand I, what people say. Full disclosure: but... I loved the movie as a kid. Yeah, I mean, so did I. Yeah, but course. again, we were you know not eight or no, Something it was probably like six or seven. Yeah, it's hard to remember. We were yeah. pretty fucking young. We were really I remember really the toy. Young. They had yeah. they had the toys at KFC. Yeah. Which was really strange, because KFC was, like, trying to compete with McDonald's or something. So they're like, oh, yep, we got the 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 Star Wars rights. And they had, like, the, yeah, just, like, the weird mm -hmm. Star Wars toys. They had, like, that. I'm right, well, when Pepsi it was, like, always, fucking... uh, like, anywhere that, I think it's because they're, they, they sell Pepsi or their own. Cause, yeah. Because Pepsi always does Star Wars shit. Because I remember when Phantom Menace came out, they mm -hmm. had like the cans that had like character bios on them. Yeah. Because I would because I collected them. I'm like, no, I have to have all the cans yeah. that have the characters on them. Yeah, and I remember and, I had uh, like the fucking. It was like uh, it was like Tatooine, mm -hmm. and like the toys were actually pretty good, like compared yeah. to like McDonald's toys, because it was like it was like a Tatooine like thing, and you pressed it and it like opened up, and there was yeah. like a uh, fucking Qui Gon and. Uh, Darth Maul in there, just like, and it would I just move back and ones. forth. Yeah, yeah, and then there was like, I had one that was like the, um, the, uh, what are they called? The, um, the Gore, the fuck are they called? Jar Jar Binks. Oh, the Gungan. Yeah, the, uh, it was like the Gungan King or whatever, and he was just like a squirt thing, like you yeah. could suck up like water and no, shit with it. So him. we have some good memories of it, but I rewatched it about maybe a year, year and a half ago. Yeah. It does not hold up to childhood standards. <laughs> it was, it, honestly, you, we were talking about the Star Wars aesthetic. It, yeah, that's one of the biggest issues. It doesn't, other it doesn't than the aesthetic, other than well. the Star Wars pieces being there. Yeah, everything felt super clean, super sleek. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. When yeah. it wasn't as like, cause like Star Wars always kind of has like a slightly gritty kind of a thing. Yeah, going very on. Like, very dirty and dusty, realistic. Yeah. The, the ships and everything are. I mean, this is probably because the originals were made in the '70s. But everything's very night chunky, and I've yeah. always liked that. Yeah, but I mean, it is something that they've always kept in the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you remember like the, the I Gungan mean, it's part of like Star Wars. I think. Yeah, yeah. the yellow Gungan fighters. Yeah. 
those are very you know sleek those are and rounded. pretty like out of place and, I mean, or I guess... the queen's like platinum fucking ship you know yeah. looked although like a silver painted t- version tried... of the uh, blackbird from X-Men yeah although I'm, I'm, I'm... Man, man, man. Um, it's just like yeah it's kind of out of place for Star Wars but at the same time and then I think like I don't know maybe it kind of works because like they're like on mm-hmm. Naboo or whatever and it's like I mean, maybe they're maybe because it's like you know, because even, of, even of, like, when they get to and stuff, yeah, and but course, even when they get to Coruscant and other planets, it's it's a lot of the yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the most terrible movie, but it's not great. Yeah. Although, I, yeah, one thing I did kind of like from Phantom Menace was the fact that like that was like the last one where they were still using practical. I mean, besides yes. the new ones, but they were still using practical effects. Yeah. Like Yoda was still like a puppet. That that. I will always appreciate it when Star Wars uses practical effects over green screen, green screen. Yeah, because then, like, yeah, Phantom Menace and, like, Clone Wars was just straight green screen. Yeah. They just went heavy on it. Also, uh, and and we, we should probably be getting to the next one, but another one last point I want to make on Star Wars that I'll probably make again, because we're going to talk about Star Wars again. <laughs> um, I don't like the wire foo that they had in the prequels with the lightsaber battles. What do you mean? Like, like all the jumping around and the flips oh. and whatnot. That's not <laughs> how a light. That's not how a lightsaber fight should go. It it should look like a classic, you know, sword battle. Yeah. You know, these things should have weight to them. Yeah. Not something you can just twirl around like a you know baton. Yeah, I I understand. You know, like unless, more fencing. Unless like. you can, you know. Give me a reason why this character, like Darth Maul, you know, he yeah. trained in the bow staff lightsaber style, so he yeah, can and multi, do shit like multi Jedi fighting and stuff yeah. like that. But you know, maybe one in every handful can do some stuff like that. Yeah, but for not everybody part, should be a saber master. Yeah, for the most part, it should just be you know very a, fencing like. Yeah. But that's, you know, most of my issues there. Um, next up is Jurassic World. I still need to watch the first one. Yeah. Um, it's just one of those movies that's passed me by. I've seen parts of it. It was good. Yeah, and I mean, that's generally what I hear. People are like, it's pretty good. It's not the best, but it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, this, the, the, the trailer for the new one... Um, it's Jurassic Park with a bigger body count. <laughs> I mean, it's it's got Chris Pratt. It's yeah. got more of the, uh, the 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 raptor. It looks like there's like not, honestly not one of my favorite performances of his, but oh, again, it's one? it's Chris Pratt. It, yeah. He's good. It looks like in this one they're gonna really. Um, I don't know if they did. I know in the first one he mm-hmm. had like the relationship with the raptors. It looks mm-hmm. like this one they're really focusing on like he has like one raptor. Yeah, well like, they they did in that one too. Like they, that was the alpha of that. That was his okay, baby. Yeah. But he could still tame the rest of the raptors. Yeah. But this in this one, he's uh, come back. Um, Jeff Goldblum, they didn't show him in the trailer that I showed you, mm. but he showed up in a previous trailer. He's coming back. Okay. So we do get some, uh, you know, um, Jeff Goldblum. Mm, yeah. Um, so yes, I think uh, this movie Jeff, uh, will Goldblum. find a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it looks cool. It's it, it seems like no, it looks good. It it does 
from what I see. It honestly see, looks better than the first one. Which is good to hear. Looks it like it's going to have a lot more action, a lot more, like, mm-hmm. moving, a lot more moving it. Like, yeah. I don't know, the plot felt really thin in that one. Yeah. Uh, this yeah one it seems, seems like this one, it might be using a little bit of the first one. Mm-hmm. Like reusing a bit of the first one, it seems like because yeah. I mean it's like the Chris Pratt and the the Raptor, yeah, and then another genetic. It looks like another genetic uh, dinosaur, and then in that's yeah. like you know the anta- Which I mean, of course, every fucking Jurassic Park's like that. There's always the one big dinosaur yeah. antagonist, and there at first it was a T Rex. Yeah, it's then the it was T-Rex. another. Then it was two T Rexes. <laughs> yeah. The second one. Yeah, and then the, the third one was like the, the fucking Spinosaurus. Yeah, the Spinosaur, and then we had the Indominus Rex, is what they called the. That's what they called it in the wild one. Yeah, yeah. They gave it like camouflage. They just decided frog they just DNA, <laughs> so we could turn itself invisible because that's a good idea. God, it's like fucking. Uh, and. Okay, I'm sorry. I I don't mean to cut you off, but that is honestly kind of an issue I do have with the first one. From just thinking from a theme park like zoo perspective, why would you? They're bringing people in to look at something. Why would you make something that can camouflage itself if you're bringing people in to spectate it? That is a good point. (laughs) I'll sit. Watch it blend into its surroundings. Thinking of the genetic mutation thing. Mm-hmm. I think of the movie Man's Best Friend. Did you ever see that movie? No. God, it's got. I can't remember the actor in it. He he was pretty, pretty famous. Uh, or I mean, he's he was in other movies. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. He's like a villain. He's like a guy that always plays villains. It's from the '90s, mm-hmm. and it was like a genetic. They basically it was like a B movie kind of. It doesn't have very good ratings, but I had it on VHS as a kid, and I watched it all the time. Shouldn't have been watching it probably. It's like, but you know, because it's like really violent and shit like that whatever um but i like that movie just because i watched it a lot as a kid but anyway i digress um i'm just thinking because the, the it's a dog that they genetically modify and they make him like he can camouflage and shit like that and yeah okay they, they make they weaponize a dog and and give him like other animal dna that makes it so like he can like like i said go invisible and, I need like, to find he's ultra movie. aggressive and shit like that i don't know it's like that sounds I guess, like it's kind of like a ridiculous no it's it's really ridiculous it's awesome though it's awesome oh we're i'm gonna have to watch this yeah i, I can't remember what year it's from it's probably like 1990 or something like that or like oh, pretty sure it was in the 90s maybe very late 80s um like i said i had it on fucking vhs when i was a kid <laughs> um i watched it way too many times but anyway, so moving on. Jurassic World looks pretty cool. So uh, Ant-Man. The Ant-Man and the Wasp. Oh, yes. <laughs> that, looks, looks, that looks hella fun. Yeah, it does. It's just especially because it's like, I feel like it's a good contrast. When, when Of course, we'll, we'll get to it. Black Panther. But um, Black Panther looks a lot bigger and everything. And then is there any other Marvel movies right now? Not trailer-wise. No, yeah. And it just... But um, yeah, this oh, one looks... yes, there, there's Infinity War coming out. Oh, yeah, and then there's Infinity War. So those ones are going to be two really big movies. Mm-hmm. And then Ant-Man's like a good, like a fun, really yes, fun. That's that's going to be a ton of fun. Like there's the the, the scene where he, uh, they're like, we got to go on the run. So he literally shrinks down the PIM building, yeah, pulls was... out a fucking handle like it's a briefcase, and just walks off with it. Yeah, I feel like they're they're really, like... They're using the shrinking and growing thing a lot more. Yeah, in this they're, movie, they're which using, is good. Yeah, they're they're definitely using the comedy. Um, Hank Pym is still one of the biggest dicks in the Marvel universe. <laughs> <laughs> definitely toned down, but yeah. 
Okay, yeah, not as big as a di of a dick as his uh, comic counterpart. I, because that's really hard to d do. Yes, yeah, <laughs> and make him like beating his wife, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, we've know. already been over that. Uh -huh. um, I can't always shit on Hank Pym, <laughs> <laughs> but I like I like the Michael Douglas Hank Pym. He's he's a fun kind of dick. Definitely. <laughs> just yeah, I I had the tech. I just didn't want to use it for you yeah exactly it's so funny it's good to see them using like the 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 growing and the shrinking more creatively and like mm -hmm. you know in in civil war we saw him actually grow himself that was like something they saved from the first mm -hmm. one because you know they didn't really do it. yeah they did it like he had like the tank or whatever i don't mm -hmm. think they really grew anything they grew else. him when he went micro like he oh he yeah well, technically but that's how he got back, back to regular normal. size yeah so yeah they didn't really use the whole growing thing in that movie but like, it looks like in this one they're just kind of going all yeah. out um i looked into it uh lawrence fishburne's character it looks like is going to be goliath that's gonna with... be like the villain um, I can't remember if he's a villain or not. I don't know much about that character, but I think he also has growing abilities. Oh, okay. So okay. this time they're going to have to take down a big guy or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's Ant-Man being fucking, yeah. and Paul Rudd there, being There was fucking, one yeah. small thing. It looked like they were in kind of outer space or like the floaty creatures. It was literally half a second. Yeah. So I don't blame Maybe they're going uh, to venture into the... Um, the sub... The... the like the sub nuclear world to try and find yeah whatever mom. the hell they because they gave it a different name in the fucking movie yeah than the comics um but yeah like in I'm I sure they gonna, might go into gonna, subspace I think yeah I think they're gonna mess with that because I was reading about how they were gonna like mm -hmm. mess around with that more because that's like what they did in like uh Doctor Strange, or because Doctor Strange used that for like his abilities or whatever, and then well, that was more like going through multiverse, multiverse cosmos. Stuff. This looks like they're basically shrinking down to subatomic level. Yeah, they're gonna be, they're gonna use the subatomic. Because if you remember, that's like... how uh, she disappeared because she shrank through the atoms of the ICBM. Yeah, and that and she just kind of got fucking stuck. Yeah, like stuck shrinking forever or whatever, mm -hmm. shrinking purgatory. Yeah. Um, that was shrinkatory, which, <laughs> shrinkatory. Which, by the way, that scene mm -hmm. in the first Ant Man when he is like shrinking like that was like one of my. That was probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Yeah, that and one of my favorite scenes real, almost like kind in, of like any movie. That that led oh, a little yeah. bit of love. It's like oh fuck. Yeah, and plus it was just a really really cool scene. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it was just it was amazing. Um, but yeah, so the second one looks looks fun as hell. And I'm excited because I really like the first one and yeah. I love it. I like the Wasp. I like her design. Oh yeah, and her um, design is good. I mean, it, it's it's an issue with most women's costume designs, but <laughs> boob cups, the, the the boob socks on the armor, <laughs> just give women a breastplate. Come yeah, on, look they really don't need. Yeah, <laughs> that's not have... how clothing works. It, yeah, it's it's really strange. Like, why do they always do that? You know why. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah, well, I mean, why the hell would I even ask a fucking question like that? Oh, and shit, I just remembered before we move on, I gotta say this about Han Solo. Octopus Beast. Oh, Space I, Octopus. I, I was forgot like, about that. What? Like, yeah. It's just, it's, it's cool. 
But yeah, there's a scene I mean, in the trailer where he's flying, and there's like space octopus. Arms All you see is the I'm tentacles, like, but it looks like the size totally of a like, star system. Like, are they turning? Oh, that, you know what that made me think? Are they trying to make this into like a pirate movie, like a space pirate? Yeah. I mean, he's a smuggler. True. So, and then there the was Kraken. a little, there. Yeah. There was a little bit, a uh, bit of like a Western vibe too, when they like show his gun the whole screen, like unclicks it. Shit, it man! Looked... What the fuck is going on with this movie now? I'm really thinking about Han Solo is a space pirate like, Western. It's all... it's the perfect. It, it's it's the uh, it's the Star Wars equivalent of Firefly. Yeah, they're like, and it was like all gritty, and they're like, they're in like the speeders, like drifting yeah. around corners and shit, and it's like, it's a it's a space Western. Shit, damn. This is going to be a good year for movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think um, they said it's dropping in May. Is that when the solo movie comes I out? I think so. Yeah, shit. And then we get... Um, all right, you want to talk about... Uh, let's talk about Black Panther a little bit. Oh, yes. Um, and is that movie... When is that fucking coming out? Is that The 16th. Out? That's coming up in a couple weeks. Okay, yeah. I and figured we're it was pretty soon. We, uh, we're going to try to get day we're one tickets or something. Yeah. Opening weekend. Yeah. Um... I, it looks good. It looks really good. Yeah. Um, it was like I said briefly. Like, this one's definitely looking, especially compared to, like, Ant-Man, this one looks very big. It's a big event. Mm-hmm. Andy Serkis looks good. Oh, yeah. Nice yeah, to see him out of mocap every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, I actually see him act. Um, Martin Freeman also shows up again. Um, same character he was in... Can't remember if it was uh, Age of Ultron or mm. Civil War. He showed up in. Yeah, I think it was Civil War. Um, what did he say? I can't remember. Um, he he looks good. So does uh, my everyone in this movie looks looks. Oh yeah, great. no, no uh, the, the the cast looks really great. excited for to see Michonne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just like the cast looks good, and then just the movie. I really do mm. like movies that like have a lot of scene change I guess or like yeah. movies that move around a lot that don't stay in one location yeah. I mean you know there's some movies where it makes sense and everything it but looks I generally yeah I generally prefer movies that go to a lot of different places mm -hmm. and so this looks big they're going to a lot of different places you know the place where he trains and they're going through that mm -hmm. and I mean we I like to, that they get to see the true Wakanda yeah and I mean I like that I like that they've been making these movies longer just mm -hmm. because they can put more in it and yeah it yeah. looks like we're gonna get a good amount. It's like it's an origin story kind of, but at the mm -hmm. same time, we're still gonna get not, a lot of not action. really, not a lot of. Well, no, I mean, you know, Civil War like, was his origin story, was it? Yeah, because oh it, yeah, well yeah. I mean, I mean, just like him like going in and getting yeah. his suit. I guess it's like sort of mm -hmm. origin, but like we're still getting like it's for our, our first movie for a hero. Yeah. Like it's like we're good, still mm -hmm. gonna get a lot of action, which because yeah. you know how these movies are. There's a lot of setup, and then you get action at the end, and mm -hmm. that's it. Like fucking yeah. like. Well, I mean, I guess it's not an origin story, but, like, Iron Man 2, that movie okay. was, like, all, like, drama almost, and then, like, we got, like, a fight scene at the end. Yeah, I don't know. I I, also I, mean, I don't, don't find I don't, that as a bad... As no, a bad I, I, I don't think that's a Iron bad Man, thing. And I, I might get shit for this from people, but Iron Man 2 is my favorite of the Iron Man movies. And I well, and I don't have a problem with Iron Man 2. I don't want people to think I have a problem, like, that I don't like Iron Man 2. I, love I do. I mean, I fucking Iron love Man Iron Man 2. I love Iron Man. I'm just saying, like, that movie was not a lot of action, which isn't a bad thing, mm -hmm. again. It's just... It just wasn't. No, that, that was... 
Honestly, the Iron Man movies to me always feel more like a character study of Tony Stark than I think on that's, action movies. I think that's a good thing. I feel like yeah. that's kind of what Iron Man's he, about. Yeah, because he's I, he's a character that really needs to be dissected and looked into. Yeah, especially because like yeah, I just think that's kind of an Iron Man thing. It makes mm -hmm. sense in the movies because especially because they toned him down in the movies yeah. compared to his comic book counterpart. AKA the way that he's like literally a straight alcoholic and has like anger yeah. issues. Well, he had anger issues. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah, he has it's some. It's more anger like issues, he's just a he... fucking alcoholic and he has a lot of issues. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been since the 70s. He he got. Yeah. Well, you know, he his pulled original that demon character. Out of the bottle. His original character. But like, yeah, yeah he's a they... very, he's a very interesting character. And mm -hmm. so it definitely makes sense to analyze him more in the movies and focus yeah. on him. Mm hmm. Whereas you Lee... And I mean, it's not like they, they neglect that kind of stuff in the other movies but like the Captain America movies are very like, action heavy yeah and it's like it makes it's, it's Winter Captain Soldier America. was like the perfect blend between both yeah but the, the first one as much as I love the first Captain America movie yeah. it did have a lot more action to it yeah um I think which I think like makes sense with Captain America just again mm -hmm. like we were saying it's Tony Stark is a very interesting character that needs yeah. to be looked at where something like, I don't know, Captain America's... I'm not saying he's not interesting, or the, but it's like, or the it's Hulk, Captain America. Which is pretty much an yeah, hour and a half fucking... The Hulk's fest. like something... The Hulk is like, you can kind of go either way, I really yeah. feel like. Cause like his Honestly, Dave, I think like he's Banner, one that needs to... Bruce they, Banner. Oh, yeah, they... They, they, cha it. they changed. Yeah, it. they changed that for the TV show because uh, yeah, was Bruce thinking, is a gay name. Yeah, but so Bruce... <laughs> Yeah, I was so like, David Banner, Bruce Banner, fuck, yeah, I was, I'm thinking 70s, um, yeah, Bruce is like, they definitely should make another Hulk movie, yeah. because I would like to, because, well, we missed out on getting a singular planet Hulk movie, because they folded that storyline into Ragnarok, and they fucking made an animated one, and fucking, yeah, uh, it, which, such a good fuck, movie. I wish they would have made a fucking live action planet Hulk movie, I still need, actually, I've seen parts of the, the animated mm -hmm. one, and it looks pretty cool. I should really watch through the full thing. Yeah. Um, that was... Uh, it's a good storyline. I would have really loved to see that. Honestly, if they do another one, I kind of want to see him turn into, the, like, the Mr. Fix-It era Hulk. Whereas, like, he basically became a conglomeration of the Hulk and Banner. Uh-huh. Basically, he was very She-Hulkish, where he was... You know, able was to he speak. Bulk? He was a bit smaller. He wasn't like yeah. full on Hulk. Yeah. He looked more. He was probably more like if you added a couple, like an extra hundred pounds to Lou Ferrigno's Hulk. Yeah. Um, you know, and an extra foot. Yeah. Uh, but he still had like the. He could still speak in whole conversations. Yeah. So he was still like human. Yeah. But just the Hulk. <laughs> I, I would I'd like to see Mark Ruffalo have fun with that version. That would be interesting to see mm -hmm. instead of just yeah straight smash him Hulk. Yeah, or if we did really get into the whole Banner's mind thing. Yeah, which would be another interesting thing. Yeah. Um. Okay. And next up is Pacific Rim Two: Uprising. Another movie Pacific that Rim. I'm ashamed to say I haven't seen the first one, which I need to. I don't know why. That's like I don't even know why. It's I haven't seen the so much one. fun. Well, and it's like it's totally my kind of movie. Yeah. So I don't know why the it's, fuck I haven't seen it, but I need to it's watch it. Gundam meets Godzilla. Exactly. So it's like it's great. Yeah. It's just, and, I, and that's all I can really say for the second it's, it's trailer. It's a movie about robots punching monsters, and yeah. it's got Idris Elba and Charlie Day in it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I saw the 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 trailer. And Ian from uh, 
Torchwood, if you're into that. Yeah, no. You don't, I know but, you don't watch Torchwood. But yeah, I mean, the second trailer, or the trailer for the second one, it's just like, yeah, more, I'm more or less the same, but that's great. Zom- er, zombies. Monsters and fucking robot mech thing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big mech suits. Yeah, I heard a rumor monsters. that Charlie Day is going to be the villain. I've never seen him play a villain. Yeah, that's so uh, that's going to So if that turns out to be true, I'm going to be so happy. Yeah, that'll be that would be pretty interesting. <laughs> I kind of um, want place I want to see him play a serial killer in something. <laughs> I could see that too, especially like kind of like a, you know, Charlie Kelly type character, but yeah. then it's just like cuz then he'd be like, "Oh, nobody Murder suspects him." Janitor. Yeah, like but then he's just like, "Oh, everybody just thinks he's just like this dumb janitor thing." I don't know. That kind of makes me think of the Lawnmower Man. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Wait, can... so should we just remake Lawnmower Man with Dar- Charlie Day? <laughs> Maybe. Fuck it, I don't know. I don't th- I mean, I think the Lawnmower Man was kind of a cool movie. I mean, I don't have think I've seen, seen Lawnmower Man. Have you not seen Lawnmower Man? I might not have. You know what it's about, right? That's the virtual reality one, right? Yeah, it's like he, there's like a he's like he's uh, he mows these people's lawn. He might do other stuff, but like he's just he's and he's like really dumb. Like he has like a learning disorder or something. Yeah, I've heard, or I've seen bits of it. I've seen people review it. Yeah, and then there was like I think like the guy. There was like some guy. I don't know if he was like the guy who owned the house or whatever mm-hmm. that he did it for but he was like oh yeah we're gonna be doing these like experiments and then it was like yeah they were experimenting with virtual reality and like so yeah they like were he was playing like virtual reality games basically and then like it just like it it started like exponentially increasing his intelligence to to the point where he could literally like enter people's minds and he would enter people's minds and he would like mow their mind like it would go through and like it would be this virtual thing where it just like destroyed them like it was like, yeah, okay. basically blades over their brain. They're just, and they're just like, eh, like, yeah. I'll have to check that out. That's interesting. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty interesting. I'm pretty sure. I think it's like a B movie technically, okay. but like, I don't know. It's, it's. I can't remember when it came out. I think it was '80s, but yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure it was '80s. It was, it was interesting. It had a like a an interesting game on the Genesis too. Mm-hmm. It, it was like an on rails like shooter. Huh. It was interesting. Okay. Um, last up, Cloverfield Paradox, which actually dropped on Netflix last night. Oh so yeah, the actual can, movie dropped. So on we Netflix. could actually watch that and talk about it by next week. <laughs> Again, I feel time. I feel terrible about this. I haven't seen like any of the original movies, but I haven't seen the original Cloverfield. I either. saw the original Cloverfield I, like probably. Is the original Cloverfield actually any good? Because I feel like I, I hear very mixed things on the original Cloverfield. It was okay. It's you know one of those like. I guess I'll put it this way. I'm from. Do you like the, the found footage shaky cam genre? I mean, I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, I can then get into it's, it. It's never been. I've never had a problem with it. Then it's fine. Um, the best thing to come out of it was T.J. Miller. Oh yeah, like, it, it gave <laughs> it go. gave the world T.J. Miller, so I can forgive it for anything else. Yeah. It. I. I'm not crazy. I. I like. I'm fine with found footage. I think it's an okay genre. It's yeah. not my favorite thing. I don't, yeah, I don't like the super shaky cam because they're doing like a lot of like a little too far because they're like running around mm-hmm. the city and like oh what's that oh because it's the entire movie is from this perspective yeah which some movies are fine it's yeah that seems I'd have to watch it it's, I guess 
yeah, it's just it's really darkly lit because you know it takes place on the streets of Manhattan yeah. at night during like a monster attack. Yeah, and it's filmed on like a Sony handy cam. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, it all makes sense. Well, um, me. In in canon, it's on a handicap. They, you know, they were using a pro yeah, camera and just they used a fucking like a fucking around. ten thousand dollar fucking Sony camera and yeah. fucking like put some effects on it. But um, no, yeah, it's I'm fine with the shaky cam. I mean, I guess it can be a bit much, like if it's like that. But yeah, it, at it, the same time, I'm sure I could get into it. Um, it's just, I guess what I could say is that from the how mixed of a bag that I hear from uh opinions on the original cloverfield and just like mixed feelings on the original cloverfield mm. i'm surprised that we're getting more cloverfield because i know there was also like that like 10 cloverfield lane which yeah. is a wasn't that like in... with john goodman yeah stuff so it's like it's, i heard that yeah. one was actually really good i yeah, have good things heard, about that. i haven't heard too much about it. i haven't it was seen like, that one it just like i said it, it just surprised me with like how mixed the reaction the first one got that like we're getting like another Cloverfield movie. It's like, okay, I mean, that's, that's fine. If people like them, yeah. I guess. I I can't say that it's gonna be bad. I mean, I get and I guess if if Ten Cloverfield Lane was cool or was good, then that's maybe good. it reinvigorated interest. In I mean, I definitely movie. don't don't uh, don't think that a series should. More series is good. More mm-hmm. more stuff, just whatever. More of anything is good, or yeah. more of anything good is you good. know. <laughs> um, wow. So. And from what I seen from the trailer, um, I just I don't know. It looked like there was like some stuff from the first one, and then there was like mm-hmm. the, like an arm crawling on the ground. I'm just like, yeah, I'm okay. I don't know. I guess you had no idea what was going on. Basically, yeah, it was just like uh, okay. I mean, it doesn't look horrible. It looks like a movie that I might watch. Okay, <laughs> it's mean, on Netflix, so it's not like we have to go to the theater and yeah. I, I'll just it. I'll definitely watch the first one. Mm-hmm. And then, and then we'll we'll give we'll check that out. All right. I just didn't know. I just didn't know what to feel like or what. It, like I'm just like I don't. Really, I just have no idea what the fuck's going on. Yeah. <laughs> just like okay, I'm um, sure. All right. Well, that. It looks like a movie I would watch though. Yeah. Like I could say that you know it wasn't like some weird like, I don't know, just something that I'm not interested in at all. It looks it looks cool. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it it looks interesting enough. I'll probably give it a look. Yeah. Um. So that does it, about does it for trailers. Um, on to our main topic tonight, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Yeah, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. And just you're you're more the expert than I am. I'm I, yeah. I don't know much. I'm not going to claim stuff. to be an expert, but okay. um, well, no. you know, yeah. I mean, in terms of in this room, you're the expert. <laughs> Most people I know don't really know shit about it. I, again, I'm not going to claim I'm an expert or that I know a ton about it. I mean, I know a good amount. I know how, I mean, I at least have enough to fart, enough to fart. Yeah, which I have. And which is something we're going to kind of be talking about here. But for people that don't really know what cryptocurrency is or Bitcoin, I mean, okay, I'm just going to, I will start with, I'm sure most people or at least anybody listening to this have heard about Bitcoin. What is Bitcoin? It is an alternative, alternative form of currency and what do i mean by that well you know we have us dollars or if you go to other countries you have their form of currency well bitcoin is a currency that is separate from all of that it is just bitcoin it's like you know it's like caps and fucking fallout or something it's just like okay instead of giving me money give me twinkies 
but okay. instead of so it's a currency that is completely separate from the world market. Yes, and it is a completely. It's meant to be a global currency, as in you can use it anywhere. You don't have to worry about you know British exchange pounds, rates. Yeah, exchange um, rates, and things like that. British pounds and like you know Canadian dollars or you know Mexican pesos. You don't have to worry about all that. It, Bitcoin is Bitcoin, mm-hmm. and of of course it is based on. People, you know, value it against U.S. dollars because, you know, it has to have some kind of value. People have to mm-hmm. have, you know, have to value it against something so they, you know, can figure out what it's worth. Uh, the big the big thing with Bitcoin that a lot of people don't understand, I guess, is like, where does it get value? And that is the biggest thing that bugs me about a lot of people are like, oh, it's imaginary because it's a virtual currency. Yes, you cannot hold Bitcoin. Okay, but most of the time nowadays, you can't hold most of your money anyway. Yes, you can go to the fucking bank and you can pull it out in cash. But how often do you do that? (laughs) Well, I feel very strongly about this because, I mean, yeah, you can pull it out in cash, but most people just have their money in a bank account that's virtual. They don't have cash. You carry around a card and you swipe it and the number goes down. You know what I mean? Yes. So, but anyway... Yeah, and then, okay, so people wonder, oh, it's imaginary because it's just virtual and blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, here's the thing. Bitcoin gets value, among other things. The main thing is that it gets it from mining. What is mining? Mining is when people, essentially, people put their computers to work to create Bitcoin. It's a peer-to-peer network that verifies transactions. What what exactly does peer-to-peer mean? Peer-to-peer is like computer, like my computer connecting to your computer. Okay. Okay, because our both of our computers are running the the mining program. Okay. And basically what, okay, and so I don't fully know, like I can't fully explain what a blockchain is, but it works on the blockchain. It's a the roughest thing I could say about it, because again, I haven't really like fully, and it's been a while since I read up on it. The blockchain is, it's... It's like something like there's like nodes like or central nodes that send out taking the uh, transaction data like when you're moving Bitcoin or sending it somewhere mm-hmm. or if you like In a purchase, purchases or... transactions. The, what mining mainly is is uh, transaction verification. Basically, the uh, the transactions build up on the blockchain and then every like d- different coins have different release times. But basically, the transactions build up and then they go out on the release times which could be 10 seconds, could be 10 minutes. They go out and then basically it goes out onto the uh, the network and then all the miners find it mm. and they start verifying it. They all have, they, they use uh, dynamic algorithms to uh, essentially verify that the transactions are correct and that the right numbers are going through. And basically it prevents any kind of fraud. Theoretically, it prevents all kinds of fraud. You cannot duplicate Bitcoin or any other cryptocurrency uh, you know, you can't like, you, you, there's no fraud. You can't just create it out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I, what I was saying with that, with mining, that's what gives it value is that you have to put in work to create more of it. Unlike most currencies, you know, fiat mm-hmm. currencies, you can't just print it, yeah. which of course, yeah, you can't just print more money and it's worth whatever, but you, you can know, counterfeit you, money. You can. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you are can, ways to make money that looks like money. There's I mean, no there's way, way to, to look make like money. Something that looks and can pass for Bitcoin when it's not. 
yeah. or any of these other cryptocurrencies. Yeah, it be... yeah, you can't just duplicate it and copy it. And again, you have to put in work to create it. You can't just print it. Uh, you can't just cr you again. You can't just create it out of thin air like people think that it does. Which I mean, I guess you could argue that because you do it on a computer, you are creating it out of thin air, and there is no tangible currency that you can hold. Mm -hmm. But it's because you can't copy it. It's it's tangible in the sense that it's a file on a computer mm -hmm. that exists. It's not just like something like floating around like you, on the internet if you want you can put you can put a thumb drive you know yeah you can use like a encrypted thumb, drive. thumb drive put that in your computer download those files onto the thumb drive and pull it out and they're no longer on your computer and they're on that little drive. yeah they will be on that thumb drive and that's the and only place that your bitcoin will be you can put it other places and that's one of the things that scares people is they don't know they're like oh what if i lose the thumb drive or something you can back it up you can create copies of your wallet or like your bitcoin but you can't like create infinite you can't create amount. copies in the sense that like now you have more that you can spend it's a copy that when if you use your other one you know like mm -hmm. if you use it on your thumb drive that's going to affect the other one in terms of when the, the network will look at it mm -hmm. and it will you know analyze it versus like their data and say oh you don't have this bitcoin kind of a thing every bitcoin has a unique code attached to it that identifies it and so it cannot once be copied it's used it is out of yeah service. it's out and there's okay. only going to be so many bitcoins ever created there will be a point well there will be a point when they can't make anymore it's done they've mm -hmm. created all the bitcoin they could possibly create and there will never be any more and of course each different cryptocurrency has their own you know ceiling you know yeah so their own does ceiling. that mean that we'll just keep moving from cryptocurrency to cryptocurrency not or... necessarily because the Wait, do we is this a theoretical ceiling or do we no, know no this is a hard ceiling but the thing is that we don't necessarily know when we'll hit it mm -hmm. uh we can theorize though just because um what happens is that the more people that mine it the difficulty of mining it increases yeah so when you mine so it you get that, less out of yeah. it and the more people that get into it the more it splits and yeah. then there's when you reach a certain point so does in the that make it fat reach the ceiling faster or slower the more people that use it. slower okay it slows it down but there's also a predictable and programmed in mm -hmm. um difficulty increase essentially or the, a halving mm -hmm. where basically every and again they can predict it because it happens um on a certain release of a block like i said with the blockchain they release blocks every certain amount of time so they know uh or at least they can at least theorize very closely when the next halving will happen and there's been i think two since bitcoin came out it was like when bitcoin first came out it was like i want to say like it was either like 50 or like 25 or something i think it was 50 it was 50 bitcoins mm -hmm. per uh user well no well like when you mined mm -hmm. and if you hit a block and like it was the block reward for if you okay. mined a block you would get 50 bitcoin i believe it was 50 bitcoin it doesn't really matter that much but it was like 50 and then it was split to 25 and then now they've split it to like mm -hmm. 12 and a half and it's just going to keep getting split and it i think the splits happen every like two or two to four years or something like that maybe it was like okay. four years again it's, i just haven't read up on it in a while but that's a basic idea of how bitcoin works and just talking about like the uh yeah you can put it on a thumb drive and stuff and it's a unique file you can back it up you don't have to worry about losing it you can you can put it on an online website too mm -hmm. um like coinbase which um 
a lot of people use. And also what Coinbase allows you to do, there's other services that, that do it too, but Coinbase allows you to exchange your Bitcoin for fiat currency, you know, at the current uh, value. Rate, right? Yeah, at yeah. the current exchange rate. Usually the, when if you sell it to them, it'll be a slightly lower, but it's still like within mm -hmm. reason. Fiat um, currency, you know, what is that? Fiat currency is like paper currency. Oh, the US okay. dollar that, you know, oh, okay. regular currencies. Okay. So you can exchange it for cash. Yes, okay. like with again with services like Coinbase and stuff, you can exchange Bitcoin for real money. That's why people are like, oh, it's like they say it's worth real money and stuff, but it's like, yeah, you can exchange it. You can, or you can literally just sell it to somebody who wants mm -hmm. to buy it for current market value. Like people sell cryptocurrencies like on eBay and shit. Okay. But the easiest way to do it would be something like Coinbase. Okay. So because, now that uh, go, go ahead. I was just gonna say that like I and because I've done it before because uh, we're gonna talk about hardware here in a sec but like I have mined before and gotten and got currency from it and exchanged mm -hmm. it for real money and used it to buy things and I've also used regular Bitcoin itself to buy things like when Steam still had it which I think we might have mentioned this before but Steam used to accept Bitcoin they don't anymore because of how volatile the market is mm -hmm. um, but and I've used it on other sites too you can use it on, you can use Bitcoin on Newegg okay that's nice to know okay um, so now that we've got it, what Bitcoin is out of the way yeah bit, um, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are actually causing a bit of an issue in the gaming industry or the tech industry yeah, I guess you could say it's it's kind of a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, gaming, uh, computers... From how we talked, gaming seems to be the, one of the bigger hits. Definitely. And, I mean, yeah, one computer, of the bigger and, computer enthusiasts. I guess, at, to a lesser extent, that's what the ones, I guess, you could say that are, that are going to be voicing about it more. Mm -hmm. Just because... Excuse me. Um, it's... Basically, you can't get graphics cards for a regular price. You cannot get any like mid-range or high-end card for a good price right now because all of the people that mine cryptocurrency are buying it. And now this is not. No, this is something I'll explain because people are like, "What the hell? How do you?" Because I guess I didn't really explain how you mine cryptocurrency. You have to use your computer's hardware, a CPU or a GPU, or there's also machines called ASICs that are. Um, they, people you also used to use FPGAs. Nobody really does that anymore, which are a field programmable array. Uh, I believe that's what the full term is. Um, they're just chips that you can program to do certain things. People don't really use those anymore for cryptocurrency. They use ASICs, which are another kind of similar thing. I can't remember what it stands for, but it's like... it. Basically, it's another thing where it, they program them specifically to mine cryptocurrency, to verify transactions. They do it very, very fast. Much faster than a CPU or GPU. Not all cryptocurrencies can be... ASICs can't be used for all cryptocurrencies. They usually are used for only a certain subset of cryptocurrencies. Like, say, Bitcoin or or Ethereum, which is another coin. Or, like, uh, Monero or something like that. Uh, which, you can't use ASICs on Ethereum or Monero. But, um, <laughs> mm -hmm. anyway. ASICs are used mostly for Bitcoin. Um, again, they're it, they're very expensive hardware that is only for Bitcoin. That's all they do is mine Bitcoin. And um, where was I going with that? Oh yeah. So anyway, 
yeah, you mine, you can mine it. There's other cryptocurrencies that you can, that people have been mining at home. Like I used to mine Ethereum. I mined a lot of different other coins too, but you use graphics cards because graphics cards are very good at calculating. Well, they're, yeah, they're very good at the type of calculations that, that cryptocurrencies use in their mining mm. or like in their transaction verification, I should say. They're just because they're very good at parallel processing and like processing the big algorithms that that come with uh, cryptocurrency uh, mining. Um, so basically, big cryptocurrency mining operations are buying out every graphics card that's good at cryptocurrency mining as soon as it becomes available. So they're always out of stock or they're very, very overpriced. So it's become it's becoming a big issue because, like hobbyists, like yeah, yourself. hobbyists, yeah, like me that is a PC gamer. I'm looking at trying to upgrade my PC, and I really can't because I can't. Well, at least I mean I could if I want to pay two or three hundred extra dollars for a graphics card, but I don't want to do that. I'm you know so like I'm I'm looking at getting upgrades for my computer. It's and increasing I can't. the market price by what like. A lot. I mean, At we're talking double, like double, like yeah. I mean, for a lot of things, there's graphics cards that are like MSRP two fifty, and they're selling them for like five hundred bucks. And those usually go for about two, two fifty. Like I said, they, they MSRP mm -hmm. as in like standard retail price when they came out should be about two hundred fifty bucks, and they're going for like five hundred. There's cards that that are like worth say four hundred dollars, and they're going for like seven, and stuff like that. Like typically. Yeah. That's and not bad. only it's, it's yeah it's bad for, it's bad for gamers i mean there's it's good for graphics card companies and retailers selling them because they're selling out of them but the companies that care like newegg does to an extent um i mean of course they want to just sell fucking graphics cards but like so I, I thought Newegg was just a online retailer. They're, they are well, they are a reseller, but you know they make money selling graphics cards, obviously, okay. or computer yeah. parts, and you know obviously they're they're a yeah. reseller, so they're going to make money. But um, they do, you know, people voice an opinion to them. They say, oh, I'm trying to, you know, all these people that are trying to get it for gaming are talking, you know, like going to get after Newegg or say Amazon mm -hmm. or whoever, and they're like, oh, I can't get a graphics card for MSRP, like. What am I going to do? So then like, or stores like Micro Center, which is a computer store, or maybe even like Fry's. I haven't seen this from Fry's. I've seen it from like, and NVIDIA, NVIDIA themselves uh, recognize that there is a problem with this. And they've been trying to come up with solutions to get these cards into gamers hands and not cryptocurrency miners. But really, it's really hard right now. Besides, like just ramping up production. AMD said they were gonna. They're trying to ramp up production, mm -hmm. which is something they can do now since they've been selling their graphics cards and their new CPUs so well. They can mm -hmm. actually ramp up their production finally. Um, other than that, I mean, even that's like they can only do ramp it up like so much. Yeah. Nvidia and AMD. Um. So it's just like it's. It's hard to say what's gonna happen with that. Because uh, I don't, I can't really see it stopping. I don't know what's mm -hmm. going to stop it. Some graphics card manufacturers. Um, oh, just a little side note, so that you're you're aware. Um, yeah. Okay, so there's AMD and Nvidia makes the graphics card chips, mm -hmm. and then there's other companies that basically what they do is they take that design, the chips, and then they make like their own 
cards out of it. Like they oh, put God. like the outputs on it yeah. and they just use the chips that like Nvidia or AMD created and they make a board mm. and then they create like a cooler for it and like they put the outputs on it and then they sell it under their brand. But it's like, okay. oh, this is the AMD. But it's powered it, by AMD. Yeah, it's like this Nvidia. is the AMD R9280X, but okay. by MSI or okay. by Sapphire or whatever these other companies are. They all have just different coolers and stuff, but they're the same chips. Okay. Um, so is it the so is it those people as well having an issue or yeah some of them are trying to, or at least they're trying to create solutions for the mm -hmm. gamers to be able to get a hold of these cards. Mm -hmm. So and like, what what are some of the solutions that they're coming up with? Um, some of these the the only one that I mean the big solution that I've been seeing uh, from the manufacturers is um, um, they're they're doing they're making cards that are like for mining. So I don't know if they're if they're like the same price or a little bit more, but basically, there be a little bit more. It probably should be a little bit more. But then the thing is that like if they make it more, more then the miners will probably still go after the other cards because what they're doing is essentially they're making mining cards, which are basically mm -hmm. graphics cards with no screen outputs, because okay. when you're mining cryptocurrency, you don't need to use the graphics card to connect it to a screen. You just need it to be mm. a like a worker basically oh, okay. so you don't need it to output video so, so actually might be better to sell it because they should sell it a little bit lower not you know they don't have to sell it too much lower yeah. but it Drop also it technically it bucks. well and the thing is technically it should be cheaper for them to produce them because they don't have to they don't the have output. to yeah they don't have to manufacture them with the output they may or may not have to put a better cooler on them well i mean i guess they probably should put a better cooler on them just because yeah, if you're gonna people want that for mining more they want yeah. better cooling because you have to run these things hard yeah these I, things I are remember, running i remember when you worked yours and it was your computer was chugging oh yeah no my computers i was like running like a good i was running like like six graphics cards like i had them all in a room and that room was like fucking 100 degrees all the time not literally but it would be like 80 degrees um like yeah they because they're running at like a hundred percent output like 100 percent fan speed just fucking just all day 24 yeah. 7. like i had fans God, burned out and shit yeah Jesus no Christ. yeah that's and that's a big thing too um, but yeah, so those companies have, have looked at, I'm not sure how many have even released any of those, but I know at least like a couple companies did like, or were looking at making those mining cards. And then other companies like Micro Center and like Newegg and stuff, and um, like Nvidia, they've been doing like bundles. Cause it, where it's like, you know, if you're just uh, trying to buy it for mining, you're probably just gonna buy you're just going to need the graphics cards pretty much mm -hmm. so they're they're selling them in bundles which is probably going to be the only way that i can get a hold of a computer in the next six months mm -hmm. if i want to upgrade my computer like because like i said i'm not going to pay two three hundred extra dollars for the, a graphics card i mean i'm already trying to get an expensive graphics card if i upgrade you know i'm trying yeah. to get like a fucking you know like a 10 like an nvidia 1070 or like a uh um an amd like vega or something and those are like 500 graphics card like four or five hundred dollar mm -hmm. graphics cards I'm not trying to pay seven hundred for it. Yeah, seven hundred dollars is what like the price of the card that's a step up from what I'm trying to get. Yeah, at least like MSRP. That's yeah, that that's ridiculous. Like, mm -hmm. it's just yeah. So it hurts the gaming, the you know the people like that. Community. And like I said, like being a computer hobbyist, it hurts me. And I guess you could say it. It also kind of hurts like people that use graphics cards like for a similar purpose to mining mm -hmm. like research people do like um like folding at home which is uh where 
you you uh contribute to it's almost like mining but it's like you don't really necessarily get anything out of it personally because what it does is it's you're sharing your computer's power with i think it's like the university of chicago or something like that some university that um uh it's protein folding simulator to help uh disease research okay that's interesting yeah so stuff like that so people need to, that, uh, it's basically to run programs for things like yeah. That. So it's like basically you can. It's like charity essentially. You can contribute your computer's hardware power uh, to help with disease research. Now that's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's stuff like that, and there's also just actual research facilities mm. that can essentially you can use graphics cards to basically create supercomputers that again like uh, uh, cryptocurrency. Um, Mm -hmm. Fucking uh, verifications. Um, it's just it's it can use the brunt force of the graphics card to uh, to do a lot of like supercomputer calculations and just mm -hmm. stuff that regular CPUs can't do. And it's just it's good for small research facilities to essentially be able to cheaply get supercomputers. Yeah, because they can just pack in graphics cards, and uh, yeah, it's. it's Mm -hmm. So cool. do you think this will have any effect on the people who make games? Um, that remains to be that, seen. Them knowing that you know, people can't if, get a hold of graphics cards. Yeah, so we'll that make... I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if it affects games in the sense that they have to be scaled back because they know people can't get a hold of graphics cards. I don't know if that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I guess we'll see. It's, it's something that's interesting to think about if if that's even a possibility mm. yeah or if that's if it's gonna get that serious i don't know is it i hope it gets better i hope we're at the worst of it mm -hmm. um but we'll see yeah okay so next up we were going to talk about yeah the... let's just yeah let's talk about the scoreboard cheating a little bit i mean we said we we're gonna talk about it so let's just i mean i don't have like a ton to say with this yeah but it's just it's a current thing i feel like we should talk about it Mm -hmm. So there's the uh, God. What is his name? Um, said it was Tom something. It's Todd Rogers, I think. Yes, Todd Rogers. Yeah, Todd Rogers. Okay, so there was the controversy with Todd Rogers, and uh, basically his his like 37 year old record or whatever for dragster got put into question um, because a somebody put a, a set up like a tool assisted. Um, like a basically a, a bot to play the game as best mm -hmm. as you could possibly play it to find out what the highest possible score you could get, get in the game was mm -hmm. and they and he found that through that that Todd Rogers score was literally not possible at least as far as you know that yeah as far as if he, he knew could his... if he could run this program that is built to play a perfect game every yeah. time yeah. and he runs it multiple times and still isn't able to replicate a score close enough to his then yeah it was just like it put it in it question it puts enough shadow of a doubt yeah and from and from what i've seen with it it's just like there's a lot of like they don't have the original evidence of him getting the score mm -hmm. you know there's it's all recollections there's yeah. no, all the evidence yeah, is how... gone how do they verify these things? Well, the thing is, this is a, like a 37-year-old record. So back in those days, it was like All he would have to do was yeah. snap a picture. It was just like, it, they didn't have very good verification evidence back then. 
And so it's put into question a lot of these old records and a lot of this old stuff. Um, there's like basically Twin Galaxies used to be kind of like all these high scores, which just like a lot of these old high scores are a lot of all the same people. So it puts into question. You, wanna, if, you know what? If you want to fix these, you know what we got to do? New Olympics. Gaming Olympics. That's a that's a good idea. Honestly, what I think they should do, because like I said, a lot of these questions, these scores are going to be put into question. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, sorry. Um, a lot of these scores are being put into question, and it's like there's all this like this evidence exists and this evidence doesn't exist, and it was so hard to verify things back then. I think they should honestly kind of like maybe like start over yeah. in the sense that they should they should basically take everything they have now and just archive it mm -hmm. and then just basically when you freeze it, it in the history and archive books, it asterisk yeah just like freeze it archive it that's it we're starting over mm -hmm. and like they're they should put in you know i don't know what their their twin galaxies like regulations are or like what they accept mm -hmm. for different things but they should have very strict and set ways of verifying scores and mm -hmm. just start over and just make sure that everything's legit and just don't worry about all that old shit yeah just like and it's like you know if these people if you want to keep your high score fucking play the game and get your high score back yeah you know and I, I know a lot of these people are older and they can't do that shit anymore but new people come in and take these scores you're not going to be the king forever yeah, not you not can't in video games. King of Kong forever. Yeah, I mean at least not in video games. You just Billy Mitchell learned that. Yeah, and, and he's continuing I mean, to learn. Yeah, and Billy Mitchell got put into question too, which all I can I mean after seeing King of Kong and shit I read about Billy Mitchell, I can't say I'm really surprised. I mean I don't did he cheat? I don't know. Um, I wouldn't put it past from him from the what shit that I, I've seen. From what I read, the current thing that's been called into question is the amount of uh, points per hammer throw. Yeah, there was something like that. Um, where they they said, said, it, said he ran an emulator that basically gets you the maximum amount of points because supposedly the hammer throw points are randomized. Yeah. And... They believe that he essentially modified it to always get the maximum amount of hammer points or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Which it's funny that his record was—I don't know. I think it's like was it put into question. Like, sure. I mean, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. It seems like this is one of those cases where, from what I've read, it's like I think he might have, like, he might have fucked with this because every time he always gets a high score, he usually does it in person. And then this is like stuff where it's like it may or may not have been done in person. Like nobody really knows mm -hmm. where the score even came from. It's like, did people see it or like did he do yeah. this? And they were saying that like it may have been a live feed, but it couldn't have been a live feed if it was like this, if it was verified this way. So we don't know. We but don't there know. Is ev Again, I did just want to say though that also like out. he's not even number one on. Yeah, Donkey I think Kong, when we so looked earlier, like, he's number twelve. Yeah, he's like number twelve. I'm just like, eh, who cares? Something, like, uh, I mean, I guess you have to put all late. into question. You can't just like treat it like yeah. that just because he's number 12. But it's just funny that he's not even number one and now it's being put into question. Yes. Um, um, I think Something Lake is uh, number one. Yeah. Is the current King of Kong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But at least, hey, at least with Billy Mitchell's score with the, uh, the whole Donkey Kong thing, it, the score, his score compared to like the top score and stuff and all those top scores 
are like within reason of each other. Mm-hmm. Whereas the whole thing with like Todd Rogers and his high scores, because there's more than just dragster that they're calling into question. Mm-hmm. His scores are like astronomical. Yeah, astronomical, like ridiculous compared to other people. Like people having like I think something like two hundred thousand points or twenty thousand oh, points, twenty thousand points, and he has like a million points or something. Like number two to number one, yeah. or like they have like two hundred thousand points, and he has like fifteen million or some crazy shit like that. I don't remember the exact numbers yeah, in the exact games, but that's yeah, his shit was like literally like we're talking hundreds of times like more than like the second place spot in some of these games that he's top in. So it's like very questionable. All right, if you're gonna assuming he's cheating, you know, you're yeah, still gonna get allegedly. If you're going to allegedly cheat, at least make it believable. Yeah, it was at just least. like it's like I the, the like the thing I was listening that to sound, about that it. That sounds like a well this way no one will ever beat me. Yeah, the, it was like yeah the thing that I was listening to about it was just because like there was a lot of exclusivity I guess it was mm-hmm. very clicky. Twin Galaxies was very clicky, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of like we're the people that keep that keep the. The, the, the game uh, records. The records. And I'm pretty sure from what I read also that Todd Rogers was, like, part of Twin Galaxies. So, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, they were just kind of like, who's going to fucking stop us? We're the ones that keep the record. Like. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Just like I said, I think what they should do, especially because, like, I think somebody else, uh, Jace Hall, I believe, uh, is the owner of Twin Galaxies now. He bought them, like, in a few years ago. 2014, I believe. Uh quickly quick history jace hall uh was the founder of monolith studios um a founder of monolith studios i can't remember he did some he found like some other studios too and he's a game designer okay um classic monolith i think monolith made the newer uh yeah they sound shadow of mordor i think Oh, okay, yeah. Which, of course, he's not part of them anymore. Um, but but he he's did. he's the original, one of the original guys. He made like blood and stuff. He was one of the people oh. that that helped design blood or okay. finish it, um, and some of those older monolith games like that. But anyway, um, yeah. So Twin Galaxies, like I think they should just they should, like I said, archive all the old scores, start anew, and I mean, yeah, shit, maybe make it. Esports is getting pretty big. Have tournaments and just yeah. like start rebuilding the the you know the mm-hmm. high scores and I think that would be cool. I think that would be good for Twin Galaxies to get back out there like that mm-hmm. and do stuff like that and really just like especially if they did they had a big event like that. I think that would get people to yeah. to to look at them again. Definitely. And I think it would be cool to see Twin Galaxies rise to be an actual power in like video game records and high score mm-hmm. keeping again yeah which i mean i guess like and they're kind of like the big ones but it's like not a lot of people know or really talk about them yeah i guess and i i think it would be good for the not just the gaming industry in whole or the gaming community in whole but the 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 arcade subsect yeah yeah because that that's an area that you know de- a lot of the old timers they're you know they're getting old yeah and you so know, it would be cool to bring out the arcade to mm-hmm. a younger generation and just yeah. to, to really keep that going because it's a good tradition. Arcade mm-hmm. games are fun, fun as hell. Mm-hmm. I I love art the arcade. You know, you know. I, hey man, I arcade games. I'm always down for some Galaga. Yeah, <laughs> anything. I lo- dude. I think Galaga might be my favorite on uh, arcade. Galaga really is like good. Galaga. Galaga is good. I mean, I love Robotron uh, 2084 oh, is probably God. my favorite. Probably my favorite arcade game of all time. 
you know, Berserk's great, yeah, which Berserk stuff. is like the precursor basically to Robotron. I mean, I like a lot of those old shooters and mm. stuff, but yeah, yeah, and I like a lot of the really old ones, like I said, like fucking, yeah. um, those kind of things like that. Anyway, I guess we'll we'll talk about arcade games another time. Yeah. Um, one last small, real small thing that I just want to mention that I'm excited oh, about. Yeah. Um, I recently read that they are going, they're coming out with a Back to the Future adaptation, uh, manga adaptation and it's illustrated by the guy who created one punch man yes so okay sure yeah i love back to the future one punch man was cool looks good i mean and that's all we really know about it yeah that's literally all the article it exists this is it's going to exist yeah this is definitely gonna see it they're definitely gonna pick it up when it comes out because that it that just looks fun yeah it's a thing that that exists so that looks great. Um, yeah, look it up, and I, yeah, I don't know when it's dropping or anything like that, but looks cool. So, anyway, uh, that'll wrap up today's podcast. We've been rambling here for a while. We had a lot of good topics today. Um, so we're on a lot of social media. We've been uh, really vigilant on that, getting our stuff out there. So you can listen to the podcast on basically any platform, any big platform: Google Play, iTunes. Uh, you know, we got the video version up on YouTube, Podbean, Stitcher, uh, CastBox. I don't think I missed anything. Uh, uh, no, that seems like most of our yeah, uh, that's, platforms. Yeah, that's all the platforms you can listen to it on or watch us if you're on YouTube. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, And go ahead and follow us or subscribe, uh, subscribe on YouTube. Or subscribe us. on any of the platforms. You know, you can subscribe yeah. on all of them, but mm-hmm. uh, definitely... Um, yeah, we're also on Twitter. It's all Burning the Backlog, at Burning the Backlog. Twitter, Burning the Backlog on Facebook. And Tumblr. Yes, also Tumblr. Uh, it's all, and of course, again, Burning the Backlog everywhere. It's all just Burning the Backlog. Twitter, at Burning the Backlog. So yeah, check us out. Follow us, uh, you know. And please, please let us know how we're doing, how we can do better. Oh yeah, definitely. We'd like to see some comments and like any kind of... Uh, any kind of feedback. Any kind of feedback. You know, leave it anywhere. Tweet us. Uh, you know, leave it on the Facebook. I'm, there's comments on Podbean. Just anything. Just, just, just let us know what's up. If there's anything specific you want us to talk about or anything like that, and we just we thank you for listening. Yep. Have a good week. Have a good week. We'll see you probably next week sometime. <laughs>